I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode 168. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is part two. If you have not listened to part one, that was last week's episode, go back and listen. It's a good episode. Uh, I'm doing this podcast because with back to school being upon us, There's a lot of high school athletes that are just starting up their sport again, and this is the time of year where I coach a lot of high school athletes. And if your teenager is struggling in their sport, or maybe they're struggling with their emotions and they lose control emotionally, these two podcast episodes are meant to help your teen. If you don't have that and you're just a parent and you're like, no, I'm here for the best parenting advice I can get, these skills, these tips that I'm talking about also apply to life. So even if you don't have a team playing sports, please feel free to listen to this. Um, last week in this, in the previous episode, I spoke directly to teens. I'm going to do this again. So if you go grab your teen and say, Hey, listen to this, make sure they listen to part one, but also encourage them to listen to part two. This is geared to help them really lean into being an elite teen athlete. So last week, we talked about the first three secrets that really hold a lot of teens back from being elite teen athletes. And the first one that we talked about was overthinking in your sport. And we talked about how you've got to have the balance. Like, yes, I want smart athletes who can think, but I want them to train themselves so that in the sport, they don't have to think. They're reacting. They're behaving in ways that they've trained themselves to behave. The second thing was on focusing on things outside of your control. Um, might be a bad call. might be a fumble. It might be the weather. All these things outside of your control. If you focus on those, you won't be able to focus on the few things that you can control. And it will diminish your success as an athlete. And then the third thing that we talked about is trying to manage other people's models instead of your own. Um, Parents, I hope you're able to kind of talk to your teen about what the model is. If you're in the membership, you can share with them my training all about the model. That's awesome. Um, If not, um, reach me out. Let's do a free consult. I'll coach you up as well as I can, and I'll tell you about my the opportunities that I have to coach teens one-on-one Or if you as a parent want to join the membership, it'll be a good opportunity for you to ask any questions. So today, we're going to finish this off by talking about blaming others and making excuses, taking things personal, doubting yourself, and failing to practice. So let's dive in with number four, blaming others and making excuses. Now, this goes hand in hand with everything that we've talked about so far. Blaming others, making excuses, these are forms of overthinking. And it's also focusing on something or someone outside of your control. And it's also oftentimes focusing on someone else's model. Now, 
blaming and excuse making, these are one of the most disempowering things that you can do as a teen athlete because it's disempowering. It's actually disempowering for parents too. So mom, dad, if you're still listening, if you're blaming your teen, you are giving your power away. Fortunately, there's an empowering opposite to blaming and excuse making, and it's called responsibility. Taking responsibility is empowering because it gives you power over that thing that you are now responsible for. It's empowering. If you blame or make excuses, it's disempowering. You avoid the power of responsibility and you give your power away. So if you're a teen athlete and you're playing football, if you missed a tackle or a pass or a shot, you can't go back in time and undo that. But you can be responsible for addressing it and being better prepared in the future. Uh, I just watched game film for our game that we had a couple of weeks or last week. And like, I have a plan. I'm going to talk to my lineman and be like, hey, this is what I saw. The good news is you're responsible for it. You can fix it. Now, let me help you. If you watch game film with an eye looking for opportunities for you to be responsible, it will change the way you play the game. This is what separates elite athletes from average athletes. Average high school athletes, they keep on making excuses. And they keep on making the same mistakes over and over and over. And they never grow because they blame their actions on others. And because they always have excuses. Elite athletes, they see their mistakes as opportunities for growth. And they own their mistakes. They take responsibility to fix them. Okay? So that's one of the things that might be holding you back from being an elite teen athlete. The next one is taking things personally. I see this happening with teens and athletes and also with their parents. If you take something personally, it's going to affect you energetically. It will make it harder to create change in your life. Taking things personally, this isn't just a problem that I see with teen athletes. Like This is parents as well. And what often happens is that when something happens to you that you don't like, you take it personally and you make it mean something negative about you. And this another time that this happens is when teen athletes have their whole identity wrapped up in their sport. Like, well, because I'm a football player, I'm cool. So if you think that you're cool or you're good looking or you're important or needed because of your sport you run the risk of taking things personally because you think you are the sport. The secret is don't take anything personally. Even if you mess up and you lose the game for your team, it's not personal. It doesn't mean anything about you as an individual, as an athlete, as a person. And when I hear athletes complaining that a coach or a ref was picking on them or they just don't like me, it says to me that they are taking things personally. They're interpreting their reality to mean something negative about them, and it's not helpful. The truth is, if you want to be an elite athlete, you're going to make mistakes. There's no way around it. Like Sports are designed 
to push you to your limits and to force mistakes. So don't take it personally. If you make a mistake, it means nothing about you as an athlete, as a football player, as a basketball or baseball player. If you miss a tackle, don't tell yourself something like, oh my goodness, I suck. I'm never going to be good enough. Instead, think things like, at least I was in the game. Or if I'm not in position to mess up, I'm not in position to win. So I want you to just realize that these are ways of taking things personally. If you think you're not good enough, it's because you're taking something personally. So don't. And in addition to this, if your identity is all wrapped up in your sport, like your sport could be taken away at any moment. So instead, I want you to create an identity independent of your sport. The truth is your identity has very little to do with the sport you play and how well you play it. Sure, there are connections, but your sport, like I said a minute ago, could be taken away in an instant. I have a client who will probably never be able to walk again because of one decision, one little brief second that changed his entire reality. Your identity can never be taken away. Sure, you might be a stud on the football field, but who do you want to be on a deeper level? Understanding this will help you weather the storms that come up, come with your sport, and it will help you to not take things personally. Because no matter what happens on Friday night or whatever day or time your game is, you are still you, whoever you decide to be. Okay, number six is doubting yourself. Here's a couple of secrets that I think everyone, especially teen athletes, should know. Number one, human beings are herd animals. I know we think we're really smart because we have iPhones and computers and blah, blah, blah. We are still all herd animals. And number two, humans are attracted to confident people. So what do these have to do with you and with sports? Well, that's a good question. As a herd animal, human beings are really good at reading each other's emotional states. This helps us avoid danger and it helps us surround ourselves with others who are like us. The problem is, without really knowing it, humans are really good at mirroring the emotional state of those around them. So if you're not confident in yourself, guess what? Your coach is likely to mirror that back to you, and they might not be confident in you. If you doubt yourself, others around you will mirror that back to you, and they will doubt you. Now, on the opposite side, if you're confident that you can do something, your coach is likely to unknowingly mirror that back to you. Yeah, well, dang, if he thinks he can do it, I think he can do it. So be confident. And the second reason this is important is that people are naturally drawn to others who are confident. If you doubt yourself, you're basically repelling others because they're attracted to people who are confident. And by the way, if you doubt yourself, you are attracting bullies because predators are attracted to not confident people. So one of the most powerful things you can do to have and develop 
or is to have confidence in yourself and to develop confidence in yourself. Be confident. Now, I don't mean that you just fake it and you be cocky. I mean that you trust your ability to learn and acquire skills. Trust that the only way to grow your athletic skills is to be pushed to your limit. Your coach might ask you to do something that you don't think you can do. Rather than focusing on failing and being not confident, I want you to focus on, hey, I can develop that skill and going against someone bigger and better and faster than me, even if I fail, that is a step on building confidence. And I know I have the skill to try. So be willing to build that confidence. You'll start to see that the mistakes that you make and the failures that you get to enjoy are simply part of the process of being successful. And confidence is built upon success. So if you want to find, if you want to be more confident, build more successes, find ways to build those successes. And I recommend doing this during the off season, like off season weights is powerful. If you can have scrimmages, if you can go to seven on seven camps or open gym, these are powerful opportunities to build success. If you can go from, I don't know, I'm talking to my football dudes right now. If you can go from benching 225 to benching 300 pounds in the off season, that's a success that will give you more confidence. Developing new skills in scrimmages or open gyms, that will boost your confidence. Learning new aspects of the game will also build confidence. So the number one thing, given the option to play scared or to play confident, choose to be confident. See the opportunity, even if it's an opportunity to fail, as an opportunity for growth, and that will give you even more confidence. Okay, number seven, and this is the last one that we'll talk about today. Failing to practice is keeping you from being an elite athlete. Now, everyone knows that practice is important, especially if you want to be an elite athlete. But the thing that no one's talking about is practicing being an elite teen athlete. And this goes way beyond practicing a few hours, a few days a week for a few months. This is a way of life. More than being a good football player, This is crafting the identity of being the best version of you possible. So when you're in a boring math class, I know, I used to hate math. Maybe for you it's science or English. I want you to ask yourself, what kind of person do I want to be? If I were on the football field or the basketball court or wherever it might be, what kind of effort would I want to give? Most teens are willing to work way harder in their favorite sport than they are in their least favorite class. But how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you only give half effort in your math class because you think it's boring, you'll only give half effort in football or basketball or whatever sport when you think it's boring. That might be the off season. It might be watching film. But how you do one thing is how you do everything. And it's in these little moments, like being in a boring class, 
that give you the opportunity to practice being an elite athlete, that athlete that you want to be in your sport. And if you find ways to turn little everyday moments like giving your full attention in a math class that you hate, those opportunities are opportunities for you to practice who you want to be in your sport. And it will help you elevate your game because how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you give math or English or whatever your least favorite subject is, your best effort, it'll be easy to give your best effort to your favorite sport. So to recap, what we started talking with last week, I gave you guys seven secrets keeping you from being an elite athlete. Number one was overthinking in your sport. Number two was focusing on things outside of your control. Number three was trying to manage others' emotions or models instead of your own, which, yes, goes hand in hand with their emotions. <laughs> Number four is blaming others and making excuses. Number five is taking things personally. Number six is doubting yourself. And number seven is failing to practice. I have a training inside my membership. It's called The Wheel of Life. I've also talked about it a handful of time on my podcast. The Wheel of Life is an amazing tool to help you practice being the football player that you want to be. If you'd like to learn more about what it's like to work with me, some of the trainings that I have, I have a back-to-school special right now. And parents, mom, dad, I hope you're listening because this is mainly for you. If you'd like to join my membership, you can do it now for only $27 for your first month. That's a huge savings. It's over 70% off. I also would like to invite you, if you would like your teen to have a life coach, you can reach out to me at Ben Pugh or Ben at BenPewCoaching.com. I own my only one-on-ones that I do are with teens right now. If you're a mom or a dad or a parent that wants to work with me, you've got to come to the membership. We have awesome group coaching calls. I have Q and a calls. I have my impact parenting course. So you get access to for free inside the membership. It's awesome. But if you want one-on-one coaching for your teen, the best way to do that is to sign up for a free consultation with me. And you can learn more by going to or emailing me at ben at benpewcoaching.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the $27 trial for my membership, just go to benpewcoaching.com slash trial. You can always go to the show notes and get all of these links. They're awesome. And I will talk to you next week. Did you know that parents and teens all over the world are struggling? I believe that the most important thing that you can do in your teen's life is simply being an impactful parent, which means taking the time to understand what parenting traps are holding you back and then taking that knowledge and using it to completely uplevel your parenting. This is why I've created a brand new quiz to help you better understand your own parenting traps. This quiz will help you pull back the curtain on your own parenting and gain some powerful insights so you can stop getting caught in the same old parent traps. This
This quiz will help you start being the parent of your dreams so you can finally create an impactful relationship with your team. This quiz will take you less than two or three minutes and it is completely free. If you want to take this quiz and better understand the traps that are keeping you stuck as a parent, go to benpewcoaching.com slash parent trap quiz and get an insight into what is holding you back as a parent so you can completely up-level your parenting. I'll see you soon.